This is episode number 231 of the Inner Fight Podcast. Welcome to another edition of the Inner Fight Podcast. My name is Marcus Smith, founder of innerfight.com. I'm joined by Phil and Matt to debunk your fitness questions, provide you a little bit of food for thought on the health and fitness industry. Massive thanks to our sponsor, Kareem, who, with using the promo code INNERFIGHT, will give you 100 dirhams off your first ride. And if you're coming to the gym, use the promo code INNER. If you're leaving the gym, use the promo code FIGHT, and they will kindly give you 10% off your ride. Where you are in the world, thanks for tuning in. Let's jump right in. Here we go. We're back. Another edition of the podcast. Slightly reduced team today. Matthew Jones is here. Missing our female yeah. compadre. Someone's birthday. Who cares? Yeah, Do you? Matter. Does it matter? Phil yeah, Hesketh is here. Yeah. Do you important. care about Carmen? No. I, I'm more stressed. <laughs> I'm more stressed out about Phil Gould's birthday than I am about Boss's oh, yeah, birthday. Yeah, yeah. She's taking the whole day off. I think it's Dahlia Yazbek's birthday as well. Dahlia, yes, so many birthdays. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We actually we used to have uh, we used to have a little bit of burpees for the birthday. Didn't yeah, we? we did. We've lost that right at the end. Right at the end, yeah, the yeah. number of. Age, yeah. years. Boz is 27. That's not enough. No. <laughs> it could be 72. how she looks. Looks like 72. Yeah. Could do some. <laughs> Mia's with her. They can't go anywhere. Separated. So that's it. This is the team. Three of us. Back to what's important. Back to us. Yeah. Phil. Yes. Your campaign, Millimeters in May, like Millimeters in half of May, basically. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely smashed it. Yeah. I, I asked uh, what, for an update this morning. Yeah. We were at uh, 1.2. 1.2 million meters yes. already run. 16 days in. 16 days in. So I definitely, issue. yeah, looks like it's more like 2 million meters yeah. is the target. Some Early on, there was some highlights, people running a lot, but generally it's more been sort of consistency of people running. Hey? Yeah, there's just people chipping away like yeah. every day. Yeah. Well, yeah, not every day, but every other day, like just a K or 2K just yeah. after the class if they, yeah. if they feel like they've got a bit more energy. Yeah. And yeah, that's why it's just, it's just taking over so much. But there is still people... Chipping in some pretty big some numbers big on the numbers. board, yeah. Yeah. I had some more stuff through from Hanan this morning as well. Her mum, I reckon she had another 9K and another 6K. Wow. Really? So I reckon her mum must be up to yeah. 40. 30K last week. She, did she do 30K last week? Yeah. yeah. So 40. Kasim Hassim ran a half marathon. What's he on now? Kasim Hassim must have done. He did a half marathon last week and so on. Yeah, I think he'd done three 10Ks before. Yeah, he must, so be, he must be over 50. Yeah. Actually, he was supposed to run this morning as well, but told me, obviously, with much more detail than this, but basically he <laughs> went to he went to bed at 9.30 and didn't fall asleep till 1.30, so therefore oh. it was impossible for him to wake <laughs> up at 5.30 to run his 21K, and that's the shortened okay. version. Um, <laughs> also, uh, Hannah and Sam, the that's rock stars. huge, yeah. yeah. 12K. Yeah. Isn't it funny, though, because they've, obviously, they work out three times a week, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday in the gym, and every single time that there's running in there, yeah, they, they don't want to do it. it out, Sam right? always does. Sam always yeah, does. Yeah, Sam's good. But Hannah, Hannah. who's well, luckily not in the room, she's probably still suffering from it. <laughs> she said she was really sore. <laughs> she, <laughs> yeah. she would be. They not only went and did a run 
further than she'd ever done before, but they did 12K. Yeah. So yeah. they went down that path 6K. That was really, yeah. Uh, it was cool. Really it's inspirational to see. So, but still another two weeks left. People can still get those in. Hashtag MMM and on Instagram yeah. or just uh, tag us in Instagram as well. Remember, the, the board's going up on the board, so we want that to be yeah. as impressive as possible. So As many names as yeah. possible. Yeah, your name will go up on the board in the new Hall of Fame next to the one, the Burpees one that's actually falling, falling down. down. It's going to go back <laughs> up. You know, it's falling down when it's got hot because of the, the tape, but we're going to get yeah. it nailed into the wall along with the uh, with the million meters in May. Every single person that contributed, minimum contribution is 1K. Everyone that's contributed will go towards that as well on their name on that board. Workouts this week. The week gone by. Anything that stood out? Class workouts? I would say, I didn't teach this morning, but I would say, uh, I would say those squats would have gone a little bit. Today's one, yeah. 60, 40, yeah. 20 squats with an 800 meter run. Smash the legs a little bit this morning. <laughs> Where did you get that one from? My head. Thursday. Thursday was another cracker, actually. We changed that up a little bit, didn't we? We'd been doing hero workouts for all of April, and then yeah. we'd sort of done a mishmash of girl and hero workouts on Thursday. So what the first one, 5, 10, 5, Yeah, it was like a shorter version of uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. Chelsea, That's yeah. it for 10 minutes. Then? Then um, Nancy. Nancy, five rounds. Yep, 400-meter run, 15 overhead squats. Which is, a lot of people said that even don't like overhead squats, they quite enjoyed yeah. seeing it at a lighter weight in a workout. Yeah, I think that's a workout is, where some people sort yeah. of get the hang of it a little yeah. bit. But yeah. then some people think, oh, yeah, I've got this, and they go a bit too heavy. But yeah. Yeah, yeah, I had a couple of those. I think it's a good workout, though, because that one, like, you're running, you're breathing pretty heavy, and then you've got to control that overhead squat. Yeah. So a bit of stability. It's a bit there, of stability so there. And cool. then it was a 46-minute cap, so by about 20, 25 minutes, most people had finished that first 10-minute part, and then yep. the five rounds, and then they went into... Night first. <laughs> so a modified... A mo- nearly lost us. <laughs> a modified version of Nate, which was... Yeah, four, four pull-ups, four pull-ups, six burpees, and eight kettlebell swings. Kettlebell swings, mm. which I think Neil Bryan's. I taught the morning classes that day. I think he did Had eighteen rounds. You say sixteen or eighteen? Yeah, yeah. So he was on that for about twenty odd minutes. So yeah, to do good. to do one round of that per minute was was yeah. super impressive. Really so good. seeing some nice stuff going on there. Interesting workout on Saturday in the red zone. Partner workout. That was oh, yeah, quite yeah. quite interesting. Yeah, it was Two hundred double unders, hundred handstand push ups, eighty overhead squats. No, 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 no. Eighty toes, 80 to, bar. toes to bar. Sixty yeah. overhead squats at sixty kilos and forty for the girls or thereabouts. Forty, 40 cal, bike. cal bike and twenty squat snatch. Squat snatch. You and you and Kiki just pipped Matt and Menal, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. I thought you guys were going to catch, like you, you were. You were actually quite. You actually one of the last teams you and Menal to get off the toaster bar. Yeah, and then you, you ended up finishing second. I don't know if you must have been on the bike. Like must you must have worked because Menal sucks on the bike. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, uh, he between, um, between you, you must have done quite. He got confused squats. twice. He kept including he, Anton's reps, so as threes, <laughs> and right. that's why I was like, no, 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 we're, we're still going. 
And then he'd be like, no, we're done. I went, no, no, no. <laughs> so he did it on the handstand push-up. And so then he, he did it he again. basically no, cheated. No, 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 no. I made sure we came back. And then he did it. He tried to do it again, going yeah. from the overhead squats to the bike. Yeah? Yeah, we'd done like 30 reps. And I was like, wait a minute, I'll get back off the bike. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It was I good. Th- I think one thing that's interesting when you do sort of a partner workout like that is, is especially like we were all, almost mismatched as well, like, it wasn't that we had strong teams. Like, we tried to make it as balanced as we could. Yeah. I think it, it you know, you'll maybe do a little bit of extra work on one exercise. Yeah, and then the, the partner does an extra bit of work on the other exercise. And I don't know. How long did it even take? 15 or... 15? No, no, no. It was, you, less, it was it? just over just over 20 minutes. Really? Oh, right. Yeah. Wow. 16. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah, you're probably right. You guys... Fin- I don't know. You must have been just under because you guys were just o- yeah, you guys yeah, were right. just over 20 minutes. Yeah. Ben, wow. ben, ben was quite happy, eh? Ben was super yeah, happy yeah, with Hacky. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's, yeah. he's always one, relaxed. Isn't one he? for the team there. <laughs> ben never not, screams. Not competitive at all, <laughs> like no one is. But uh, but a great way to, to to get a lot of work done and a twenty minute workout. I was definitely cooked after that. So and what do you think? What do you think about that with the team workouts though? That I always think the way like what you just said. Like if you've got you and your partner and one of you is good at something and one is not so good, yeah. Then you know, I'm competitive. I would always say, right, I'll do more of this yeah. and you can make it up somewhere else. Yeah. But you see, sometimes people get so, you know, stressed that everyone has to do the exact same yeah. amount of yeah, and things like that. And then it ends up actually being probably way more hard work for one of the two yeah, people. Yeah, one of the two. Yeah. And I, I mean, that's what I did. I, I, when it came to the bike, it's 40 cals. I knew that at my, pretty much my minimum recovering pace, I would be going faster than Kiki would because <laughs> the bike's just, it's, it's not, just easier for guys. Yeah, it's just easier yeah. for guys. Like, you know, she already said to me at the start that her hand was sore and that she'd do more handstand pushups. Yeah. I don't know what happened to that agreement, <laughs> but you know, it's, it, yeah, I think, I think, people need to relax a little bit and and say listen yeah. i'm super good at rowing or i'm super good at toes to bar and i'll do i'll do all of them or i'll yeah, do and I, su- I suck at snatches so you can do more of them yeah like. so you can do more and yeah i think and, it's a good format yeah i think it's, it's good but and i think at the end of it as well it's not that if as long as you sort of make sure that you let the other person or someone actually does some work like both of us i didn't see anyone of there were six teams and I didn't see anyone not absolutely smoked at the end. Yeah. Yeah, and absolutely. it's not that everyone is the same at everything. So it's good to partner workouts like that as well. It's a lot of the time you. It's it might as well just be individual interval workouts, yeah. which yeah. are yeah. obviously some of the hardest like, to do high intensity intervals. Yeah, very hard. So you know the partner workouts just a good way of getting your know, heart rate super high, try and recover quickly, and then you know go over and over again. So absolutely, I, I think stick it's, a few more of those in there. Still yeah. seem to enjoy it. Stick a few more, and we also see some of those in, in the classes as well, which which works quite quite well so long as they're done on the same format so i think that is tomorrow i think is a i think i think that is a good learning i think people need to just you know i don't think you always need to do fives no you know i think you know i think you don't need to share the workload equally unless it stipulates that you should i think Hmm. people need to play for their strengths and not be too stressed if you're winning or not but definitely try and finish first so Quick update from regionals. It's been regionals. We didn't give it too much attention last week because we flogged it to death the week before. But the first weekend of regionals is just finished. We saw Pacific. Yes. Somewhere in California. The California region. The California region because it's one region now. What was the the south. South region. Yeah. Mate, give us a quick roundup of what happened. Go and have a look, folks. If you want more information, games.crossfit.com. Phil's going to wrap up yeah. the individual stuff because there's some quite interesting stuff coming out of there. All, the, all the, the the workouts are on there and the leaderboards are on there, but I just kind of picked out a few 
like highlights and then a few surprises as well. Um, probably the main highlight that I picked out was uh, Rebecca Voigt um, right. in the California region. She finished second, and she's actually the only person to go to all uh, nine CrossFit Games now. So like, she's been there since the, the start. First one at since the, the start, that, eh? and yeah. she's yeah, thirty-five years That's old. Cool. Which you know, obviously, isn't old, but as a CrossFit athlete. Now it, it kind of is to maintain yeah. it, uh, yeah. yeah. And to be able would to, would she be one of the oldest? Yeah, I would definitely say so. Yeah. Um, to to maintain that level of intensity in your training, yeah, and to the motivation as well, yeah. Um, yeah. To qualify nine times, I think that was uh, that That's was super incredible. that was super impressive. Yeah. What's um, a, what's one of her top finishes at the games? I don't. She's I don't, been yeah. in the. I'm not I think sure. Fourteenth. That's a rough guess. Really? I, I would say. Yeah, I would say that she not, not maybe, maybe did, did a little bit better. Maybe earlier on in, yeah. the, in her yeah. career yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah just to keep making it back they must just give her a lot of media attention which makes it feel like she's in the top 10 because she's been well, so she many like times 34th or 35th last year I think. was she I yeah. think yeah. so you watched um, lot. some <laughs> like, performance wise yeah um, Cara Webb was like in, was incredible um, oh, like, so she's definitely one to watch yeah, out for some form again this yeah. year she set the event record on event one we went, we went over that couple of weeks ago but yep. it was the it was the snatch ladder that you know it was super heavy yeah and she did it in five and a half minutes which i think was i think it was like two or three minutes faster than anyone else in her region wow. it was really uh, impressive yeah um porter in the same region yeah um he's a two or two times games athlete and he was right. just outside going into the last event and then set the event record on the thrust of rope climbs right. and got himself back and then garrett and lauren fisher yeah uh, managed after one or two years of not qualifying to come back and Garrett's qualify. Garrett's been working mainly on his hairstyle and <laughs> yeah, that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. He actually started working with um, Chris Spieler as right. his coach, oh, which, right. is, which is pretty cool. Yeah, I've uh, been working with him for like a year. I guess he's just his engines got a lot better, his skills and stuff like that, and managed to qualify. Yeah, um, big surprises. Uh, people who you would expect to qualify that didn't. Uh, Dan Bailey is probably the biggest one. Like, he's a, six times? Yeah, he, or this would have been his six, I think. Okay. I think 2010, yeah, so this would have been his six, but right. five times games athlete, never finished outside the top ten at the games. Yeah. He won the California Regional last year, Yeah. and Josh Bridges just missed out, and then it was the reverse this year. Josh Bridges won the California Regional, and Dan Bailey just missed out. Like His lowest finish in any event was 10th place. Wow. So, you know, you, you kind of think that, you know, I'm going into it thinking, wow, if my worst finish is 10th, I'm sure I'll be okay. But, yeah. like, you know, you've got to, as well as just being consistent now and not being bad at anything, you have to be Very really, good. really good at one or two of the events, which he yeah, had a second exactly. place, but nothing else outstanding. So he just, just missed out. I'm pretty sure that he'll be on the demo team. Yeah, yeah. Pro- yeah probably. <laughs> demo team or, or, what, or commentating or something yeah, like that. Yeah. He's a bit of a personality in CrossFit. Love child so. of Dave Castro. And then <laughs> other big names... Elijah Muhammad, yep, did really well last year um, on the girls. Brooke Ens, who lots won, of she won noise. the she won the California <laughs> Regional last year. Right. She was really well at the games. Two event wins at the games last year yep. in her first season, and then missed out by one spot this year. Just just right. missed out. So, and then a bunch of other games guys from last year. Yeah, Kenneth Leverich, Kev Manuel, Jordan Cook, Adrian Conway. There's a lot of no, lot of new faces already this year. So, it's pretty do cool. You, do you think? I mean, we were speaking about this a little bit before we started recording, Jonesy. I want you to answer this question first. Do you think that some of these guys perhaps have been 
had a, a, a quick rise to fame within the CrossFit world. Therefore, there's certain expectations created around them and, and lots of noise. And suddenly they've got 250,000 Instagram followers. But maybe they need to just calm down a bit. Yeah, definitely relax a little <laughs> bit. No, I think that's a good point, though. Like, it's, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's the way you can handle that sort of thing, isn't it? You yeah. Know, like, um, you know, they might do okay some years or, like, in one event and then they just... They might get a little bit hot-headed. I'm not like... I mean, they're good athletes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you it's know. not necessarily their fault. Yeah. Nah, you like, know. yeah no, um, it's just... I know that marketing-wise, yeah. Brooke Enns is a great person for CrossFit to make videos about because, yeah. you know, she's a good role model for girls. Like, yeah. you, know, how, you know, how to be, you know, good-looking and strong and still yeah. go to the gym and all, and all that and still be, you know, ladylike, you know, stereotypically Somehow. ladylike. Yeah. You know, which yeah. is what people want to see. Yeah. But she's had loads and loads of media attention. Yeah. So when she doesn't go to the game, she's going to get bad press as well. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah, well, you, won, you, won, you won last year. Yeah. You know, what have you, you know, you must have been lazy this year. Maybe she's way fitter than she was last year. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Everyone else is just, a few of those girls that have beat her are the ones that you don't really see much of. Right. And, the, you know, like Rebecca Voigt, like, you don't actually hear anything, anything. about, anything about her yeah. During, yeah. during the year. Yeah. And then she comes to regionals and qualifies, and everyone's you know super shocked. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, actually, she's been working really hard for nine years, and yeah, just keeping quiet. And yeah, so on with it. it'll be interesting. Like you said, though, Phil, for next week they're releasing a video about Brooke Entz and Road to the Games, and yeah, yeah, but, yeah it's interesting <laughs> to see like that. Maybe it's good to see that though. Like if yeah, it, it happens, you know. It's yeah, happened, yeah. You know. Oh, it's, so it's, it's always it's always a good test. Like when you know you don't make. I've I've wondered like you know how. If I don't qualify this year, yeah. how, how do you handle that? You know, it goes through your head. Like, you know, if there's a there's a chance I really want to qualify, but there's also 40, 39 other guys that want to. Yeah. And if you don't qualify, like, and I know I'm way better than I was last year. Yeah. Like, how how do you deal with how that mentally? With yeah. Like, can you can you just sort of write off that year and 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 then work hard for next year, or is it you know is it is it hard to come back from? Which you've you've seen with some. Some Pre- some previous don't. games athletes they go one time they miss yeah. the next year and then you never see them again yeah. yeah whereas some you know like i said uh lauren and garrett fisher they yeah. missed garrett fisher actually finished fifth in his first year at the yeah. games yeah then missed the games two years in a row yeah. and he's still working and, and managed to go back like you know yeah, good, good, good for him that's not easy to do it yeah that's that's really i think it would be really hard to come back from like yeah feeling like you've peaked and yeah. then missing out the year missing after out. so it's always a good test to see how they do the year after. A little bit each way. There's one question that's come in that we're not actually going to ask answer this week, but we're going to discuss it very quickly, and we're going to bring it to you next week, and it's something that maybe you guys could get involved in as well. If you have an opinion on this, let us know. It actually comes from Neil Bryans. He says, question to all the coaches, it requires some prep, <laughs> so you might want to get them to do this now so we can take a look at results on air, which we'll do next week. He says, if you're a top trump card... How would you score? Winner takes all. All coaches should rate the individual one at a time. You don't score your own card. So each of us has to come back with the other's score. The score is 1 to 10, 10 being the best. So we have to rate each other on strength, speed, stamina, gymnastic ability, experience. Then it gets a bit more interesting. Sex appeal comedy value and likability <laughs> so <laughs> neil's looking for a total score out of 80 jonesy who'll be the hardest person for uh, you to rate to rate yeah 
Oh, it'd have to be one of the guys, I think. <laughs> one of the guys? How, like, just thinking out loud, when it comes to sex appeal yeah. for Phil, what sort of score will you give him? Oh. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, come on. That's not all. Not lying. That's that's <laughs> True. So, yeah, easy. I'm pretty sure I'll, I'll get, like... Likeability. I'll get, like, a 10, 10, zero. 10 on all the stram speed, stamina, and whatever. Yeah, nothing and then it'll be, like, else. zero. zero? Likeability. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, Phil's always grumpy. Yeah. Yeah. All those, all those good ones. Like you, You'll end up better. winning, because it'll be, like, comedy value... 10 oh. likeability <laughs> 10 gymnastics gymnastics 0, zero. zero. <laughs> stamina stamina 2 strength <laughs> will be quite high strength. Though, mate. strength but it's there in we... comparison to, yeah, yeah. to me so 4 so, Neil's <laughs> looking for a total score out of 80 so we'll we'll see if we can come back with that next week and we'll see how we actually score each other thanks to him for sending that in another question that came in I'm not sure if this person wanted to answer it but they chucked it out there it's quite extreme he says can you complete 10 by 500 meter row efforts at a 130 split with two minutes rest? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be a... It would be very, yeah, very, very challenging. Tough. If you can do that, you're a good rower. Just to put it in perspective, yeah. that's about 10 seconds slower than our current bests on 500 max, uh, meters. Yeah, so max effort, which needs a little bit of relaxation afterwards so <laughs> with only a two minutes rest could be interesting to go through with see what see what that calculation is the percentage wise 10 seconds from ours and calculate it on other people's and see how long they can go for it's a good mental test because i don't think you'd get for to the 10 girls what would that time be would it the pace would be a bit 145 right? 145 yeah. 148 okay yeah 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 i mate i think the first two or three would be relatively straightforward and then i think yeah. by Four and five, it, it would get pretty damn hard. Um, you'd go to a place. Maybe. You'd definitely go somewhere that was quite dark. <laughs> but uh, somewhere around, what is that? It's around 10% increase on your, basically on your max. So a 10% increase on on the seconds I guess it'll be interesting would be to a see guideline. How, how well those guys, um, you're... I think Cameron's brought them up a couple of times, and they get like they get like in a remarkable five k time or something, and yeah. their pace is sitting there. Pace, yeah. Like, it'd be interesting to see how long they can kind of maintain that for. I have a feeling that someone recently did a five k with an average of one twenty nine or one thirty one. So that's, that's some of the top good. guys could definitely. And like Cameron made a point, like he's saying that, like okay, top CrossFitters, like they would look at top CrossFitters and be like, well, hang on, you guys do this, and yeah. you're like a jack of all trades, really. But but yeah. still, you you can't you know take that away from a specialist. It's yeah, it's ve- cool. very much very specialized. But I yeah. mean, if the specialist could do it, if you're a CrossFitter, take. I think that's the equation. We'll I'll have a quick look into it. I was just thinking yeah. on my feet there. But if you take your current max effort 500 meter time. At about 10, maximum 15% to it. That's your time to beat, or that's your time to hit each time. Two minutes rest, see how many you can get done. That could be quite a good challenge. We might have a rowing challenge for June already, maybe, but we'll talk about that next week. (laughs) Then we come to Jonesy. You were looking at something, Barbell Shrugged, a podcast that you watch every week. Something interesting came out of that yesterday. Yeah, yeah, there was one on the... um the gymnastics side of uh, for CrossFit, yeah, and it's basically just half hour, so it's pretty good. Yeah, um, what's the guy's name, mate? Oh, Dave Durante. Dave Durante. Yeah, so he he makes uh, an interesting point about um, 
just going through phases of it really and it's, it's mm-hmm. something like that's not new to us like yeah you know getting your all get that stability work in the first thing he actually talks about that uh before that i should say is uh getting your mobility sorted as well so because if you can't get into the right position then there's almost no point of doing it right so he says mobility um and then he talks about static holds which we talked about last week hollow rocks uh hollow holds you know ring supports and all that sort of stuff handstand holds and then he starts to talk about, and this is where people jump the gun a little bit, is that you can start putting it into like a complex or something. Right. Um, it was good. I, w- I watched it last Did night. you watch it? Oh, yeah, cool. you told me to, to watch that one. Yeah. I, I thought it was, it was really good and he broke it down really well. Yeah. Um, stuff that I think we're, we're pretty much always trying to say this to people, um, that the basics is like the, the static holds, like you said, hollow holds. Yeah. Things like that, the, the really boring stuff, and he said yeah. that as well. Like this is the, the boring stuff. It's yeah. not. It's not sexy. It's not this. Or not it's that. It's not easy to, either. To just right? be doing, <laughs> be doing like hollow holds. Yeah, and it's quite hard to see like the gains in it. That's yeah. what they were yeah. saying. Yeah. If you compare it to the lifting side, yeah. Of things. Whereas yeah. like you know you're snatching and you can see. Okay, I just snatched five kilos more, and I know. Okay, sweet. I can hollow hold for five seconds longer than I did last week, but you know. It's not what you put on Instagram, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so people kind of <laughs> yeah. neglect it. Um, I think I think that I think that's super super true, and I think that's I think you're right, mate. Well, I know you're right. Like that's what we do a lot, and yeah. I think a lot of people that have have maybe trained in other gyms and then come to the gym, they're like, wow, you guys spend yeah. so much time. What did you on guys have as a, a finisher for Red Zone yeah, on it was Saturday? Seconds, yeah. Forty-five seconds on, forty-five seconds off. Handstand, ring support, hollow hold, three rounds. And how many people could like the ring support? Ring support really how many people, people can't make. do it? Like, yeah. Yeah. and they expect they, they expect that they uh, that so many people I've seen just swinging around on the rings yeah. and they'll yeah. swing and swing and swing until they just luckily get yeah. over them. Yeah. And then the first thing that happens is that they they just slip straight out yeah. Yeah. and yeah. fall through the rings like they don't even get chance to dip out of it. Yeah, and it's because I was like, well, you know, when was the last time you did your ring support holds yeah. or your false grip holds yeah. or you know ring turnouts? Yeah. I think that turnout thing that yeah. you mentioned is really important. As well. Anything yeah. like that, and they're like they can't hold a ring support for ten seconds. Yeah. Mm. So how are you going to be able to do multiple? Muscle yeah. ups, yeah. like it's yeah. just the absolute foundation. The transfer is the same from. Uh, I mean, we we did a workout yesterday that fifteen minute AMRAP, fifteen wall balls, fifteen pull ups, fifteen burpees, and the amount of work that we do on sort of the hollow position, the transfer. Like if you feel it, if you start to feel it, even if you can't do fifteen pull ups, doesn't matter. But if you start to feel it in two or three, like and to stay engaged, it's and focus on that engagement, then pull-up kind of takes care of itself but yep. if people are unable to hold like 10 to 15 second hollow hold then there's no transfer of that skill over is there yeah so super i think like the strict stuff they talked about strict quite a lot yeah yep. um which is is really important you guys have actually got and this is kind of because of the regionals workouts as well so it's kind of you know reminding me to put this stuff back in more uh, i think you guys have got 10 rounds of two strict muscle-ups, six strict handstands. Can't wait. Um, <laughs> but, like, I I learned a strict muscle-up yeah, before, before I learned right? the kipping yeah. one. And I was doing them for, for a while, strict muscle-ups. Yeah. And then I was with a false grip, so it was still kind of strict. Yeah. Um, for probably, like, the first three or four months. I remember still during the Open, I was still doing false grip ones. Right. And then I moved to the, like, the the big sort of gymnastic kit that, that I do now yeah. and I think that's why like you know, touch wood I'll do okay in Nate yeah. I won't be amazing but I can link together you know big sets of strict muscle ups right. 
because I built that foundation from the, from the start. Yes. Yeah. Some people are just so reluctant to, to learn that way. They want to do you know the the big fancy kid yeah. yeah, yeah, muscle yeah, ups yeah. and sticking yeah. on Instagram and yeah. But that's it. I mean, it's a it's a really it's a really good learning as well. I think you know people that do come in and want to progress on on gymnastic stuff and. It also that that midline stability and I mean ring support it's going to help you in, in every single thing anyway even it transfers over to lifting even though yeah. a little bit more indirectly but if you've got five or ten minutes before or after a class like that's the easy easy stuff yeah. that you can get, get that fast wins on as well isn't you it get ripped as as well if oh, Moonem's walking around with the super camera ripped, yeah. oh, and you're doing a ring support veins, you look real yeah you look <laughs> good Moonem will get it everyone it's <laughs> veins moons. There was another. <laughs> <laughs> he says yes. <laughs> Phil, you you picked up another article as well from the Barbell Press, which was quite interesting. Are you, we might not last week, right? Might not dwell on this one for 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 too long, but it, it is quite interesting. The 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 title in it is: Are you driving your CrossFit coach crazy? Yeah. So <laughs> I think it's things that we've all kind of jokingly like to this one, jokingly touched on before. Yeah. Um, I think they brought up six things. Yeah. Uh, we'll take a f- I love this one. Whining was the first one. Whining was the first <laughs> one. one. One thing that I think is super important, and that there's a really super fine line on this. I didn't read the whole text on it. I read the, the header and tried to sort of bring it into our situation. Coaching other members. I think this is something that, you know, you're in a room with 16 people, and they're, at, from time to time, like, we've got some super cool members. I think every gym does, and it's like, People don't want people to feel lost, but then there's almost a, a, a fine line of, okay, is it? Are you just helping him to show him where the barbell's kept, or are you trying to tell him how to put it on his on his back? Yeah. So that one's uh, that one's quite yeah, an interesting cool. one, and I, I it, it's quite amusing when you're helping someone and then you turn around and 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 another member's coaching another member wrong, which is uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is quite interesting. Well, they go well. grab the PVC pipes or something, and yeah, it's like going through like yeah. level one with them or something. But uh, just the, the typical stuff. Like one, one of the first ones says whining, but it, it kind of says like coming in to, and making excuses before the workouts even started. You know, I'm so sore from this yeah, or you yeah, know, this, yeah. or I didn't really do this. Slept like slept bad and things like that, like, which is great. But yeah. if you were really sore or you really didn't uh, tired, then don't come to the gym. Just like like you maybe you need a rest day. Don't come in and, yeah. and talk about it the whole session. Like second one's really good as well. Talking while the coach is reviewing the movement, which. I don't mind if people don't listen to me, but if they know the movement and we're demonstrating something very straightforward, but if they're talking or dropping stuff and being yeah, annoying... You're not, allowed, like, you're not allowed to ask what the workout is if oh. you were talking. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a house rule yeah, as well. Yeah, they do come and ask, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. I just stare yeah, at them. Like, Sancho? No. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely some interesting stuff there. Another quick question. Three most commonly eaten bad foods that people should stop, in your opinion, Matt Jones? Oh, uh, that's not really food. I was going to say fizzy drinks. Um, yeah, that could do. Yeah. I think so people fizzy have too much. One. Yep. I think bread's a big one, to be honest. Over here, it definitely yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, bread. Bread and another one. Whoa. Come back to me. What are you going <laughs> Rice is probably the biggest one over here, right? But, I mean, it's not the worst thing that you could... It's not the worst thing. Yeah, because it's hard to add the sugars to it. But I think, like, in the quantities that it gets eaten, then... Yeah. Like, whenever I've been to a a dinner over here and they've served rice, it's usually... It's a pretty... A lot. It's usually a pretty big portion. Yeah, yeah. And I know that it is hard to remove from a a lot of people's diets because they've been so used to it. And it would be a big change for them. But if they can change that, 
yeah. to maybe like a root vegetable or something, it, it would be a, a lot better for them or just make the portion size smaller. I think like, another big one is um, fruit. Um, That's what I, I was going to say, mate. Yeah, yeah fruit. Yeah. Like, I think you what you said mine, one yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what you said one time, like, just look, just don't confuse things. Just have one portion of that. Yeah, yeah. And then that should keep you a little bit. I think that's one of the biggest sort of ba- most commonly badly eaten foods that, yeah. like, there's a misconception yeah. around it, isn't government, it? Like, government guidelines was yeah. always, yeah. like, eat five pieces of fruit and veg a day. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, sweet, I'm going to eat five apples. Yeah. Like, it tastes so good. Five lovely <laughs> like, sweet things. Oh, like, never, never eat any vegetables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that, uh, th- for me, that would be that would almost be number one after, yeah. obviously. I think after soft drinks as well, because I think some people... They're like, ah, oh, this one's not only sugar-free, but it's a small one. And I always wonder, like, but it's always like, oh, this is a small one, or this is this, or this is that, or the other. I can pretty much guarantee that people, like, unless unless they're getting really excited about having that drink like you were the other day about that 7-Up <laughs> when you were seasick, oh. like, it probably means that you have it often. Yeah. Like, if I'm going to have something that's a bit, naughty or whatever like i'm really excited to have it and because i don't have it often but if you see people just drinking a drink like it's nothing yeah. it means that they genuinely just drink it like it's nothing so some <laughs> that's our opinion seven, seven up though was real seven up was real <laughs> good you seasick yeah on a boat with kareem yeah <laughs> make sure you've got a seven up with you <laughs> Coach's post, it's mine this week. Climbing, yep. climbing mountains. Everyone's probably still already not read it, but might read it, yeah. might read it. It's in this one I put together actually when I was climbing a mountain the other day on, on, on my bike and I try and link it a little bit back to life. Reality is sort of life and, and what's going on. And there's three main points that I say, like when you set out to climb a mountain, like we use the term climbing mountains to, to describe different things. The dictionary definition is very, very different, but we, we use it to, as going to goals. And I think when we're setting goals, like, at, and this is what I said at the start, it's super exciting. So we get super happy that when we're, when we're setting a goal, in the middle, it's super painful and it's all, it's, it's not very interesting. But when you actually get to the top of the mountain, it's actually really cool. And not only the physical mountain is a great view, but when you, you reach a goal, it's, it's, it's a very, it's a very amazing feeling and you should be ready to start again. So that is something that you can go and grab a look at, innerfight.com slash climbing mountains. And if you like it, let me know. Were you on comments. your own then? You, I was on my own. Okay. I was on my own so when I was going out. when you did your uh, Snapchat rant. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was, that was after. <laughs> that was a different one. Why do you Why do you work out so much? Like, why don't you work out so much? CrossFit Games question again. Let's see how long we need to spend on this. I'll go through it because it's quite an interesting one and we'll get some quick sharp points on it. Bada says, hi Marcus, I'm sorry if this question is a bit silly, but let me give it some context. After seeing workouts announced for the teams at the CrossFit Regionals this year, I felt that the programming has really become a lot more strict on the team members' individual ability, where if one person is not up to par and cannot compete in movement, then they're part of the event. It could cost the whole team moving on from day one or qualifying from the games. Should there be an open for teams is the question, is, is the first question. He goes on to say, I may have this wrong, but the idea that a gym can come up with enough points within the gym to qualify them for the games does not seem all that great an idea. There's not much sign between the open and regionals, blah, 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 blah. Think of a team's trains together. So the point is really here is that the team competitions got really bad. And he says, my socks are better than yours. Oh, Matt, is he saying Matt that Jones, now? Yeah. He is says, he? your socks game is on uh. point. No, not Matt's. 
No, no, no. I actually think your socks are fine. Yeah, no, no, sorry. Is that, did Batter say that? This is Batter. No. Oh, he must have, like... He must have like, bad eyes. KRS1 socks. <laughs> so, the point, the point here is, in a, in a quick summary, should there be an open for teams? We've seen this year the standard to entry... And we spoke about it a few weeks ago, but I want to highlight it again. The standard to entry for a team is that a female can snatch 60 kilos, but could have gone through the whole open. Some quick thoughts on this topic. Where do we think it's going to go? Is there going to be an open for a team? Is it a fair way to go through? What's the story? I think I don't think it'll happen anytime. I don't know, but I don't think it'll happen anytime soon because I think like logistically organizing, you know, the video and organizing everything for a, for a team open would be very difficult. Right. Um, but we, we talked about this the other day, and I think what I would like to see, at, at the moment, everyone just enters the Open, and yeah. you kind of see where you place, and yeah. then uh, once the Open's over, they offer everyone a spot, and you can decline it and go team. Yeah. And if you do, then you'll get your... Um, if, if you... Oh, sorry. If you accept an individual, then you can't, you know, um, be on your team roster yeah. anymore. Um, what I'd like to see is that before the open starts, you have to declare whether you're a team member or an, or an individual. Right. Um, so if you if you're individual, then you know give it an actual crack, and and you're, you're confident that you can that you can do it. And if you're a team, then you enter a separate leaderboard. Yeah. And then we can see which team actually is going to be the fittest. Yeah. Like whereas you go through the open at the moment, and you're not sure if they've got individuals in there that still need to come out or right. things like that. So. I, w- I would like to see like a, a separate leaderboard before the open starts for yeah, the teams. For teams, do you, Jonesy, do you think that that might create a more interesting competition? Like, I don't know where I finished this year, and I actually I got I missed the workout, so I was out. But you know, some people enter the open pretty good. Maybe even guys in our red zone program could have come outside the top 100 because the, you know we've been speaking about it for the last few weeks. The bar is raised so high. Do you think it'd be nice to have what Phil's saying an in, a, an individual leaderboard and then a team leaderboard yeah, that I'd we like can actually team up from the start and yep. test ourselves yeah, on I'd the like open to, level? I'd like to see that as well. Yeah? yeah. Would you would you then do team workouts? And like, individual workouts, like so, in programming it. Yeah. Right, yeah. So yeah. W- would you no on on the open? Yeah. Would you like to see individual workouts for the guys going individual yeah. and, and team workouts for guys yeah, going yeah. team? Yeah, I would. You think yeah. that'd be a good modification? Yeah, I'd love to see that. Logistics, Phil. It'd be tough. It'd tough, be right? especially with like things like the they use um, sort of synchronized movements a lot yeah. in teams now. That would be difficult for judging. Judge. I'm sure people would get very upset about that. Yeah. Um, I think they could still do the same workouts, but again, yeah. they just go into the the team leaderboard, and you can clearly see. Yeah, you know, and it, but it would create a little bit more if you set out before the open like this is my my six person team. Yeah, then you know you could have multiple teams in in each gym then and, yeah. and kind of. I think it would create a super nice atmosphere, good community feel. I just think, like you say, mate, your 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 judging would be would be very tough. But if they, yeah. I mean. In, 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 in regionals, you've got synchronized bar muscle-ups. Maybe in we've, we've already seen that the regionals has gone up a level, so maybe you'd have synchronized pull-ups or something yeah, and, right. and sort of scale it down a little bit. But I, I have always thought that... That would be a lot harder to judge than bar muscle-ups, I think. Oh, yeah, potentially. <laughs> well, if their chin's over at the same time. But there's different... I mean, the point is on, on, on the complexity of the movement. Yeah. But I, I've always... It, the team competition is excellent. It's great to watch. It's great for people. It's great for the sport of CrossFit. But I've always sort of thought 
the selection process to qualify for a team is based on individual performance. So it's like, I don't know, there comes a point where the team event becomes a team event from the start and you train as team and, yeah. you know, you go as team. You see, it's, it's got a lot different. Like now that like Fronin's in the team thing, yeah. like it just, there's so many more really good teams entering and, and they like, they start training for it as yeah. soon as this regional's finished yeah. or the ne- this games is finished. Yeah. Then they're training as a group of six for the whole year. Yeah. Like yeah. it's not just like throwing a team together anymore. So yeah. maybe yeah, a slightly a more team based test. Yeah. Could like, be. And the open would be the way forward. Hopefully that answers Badder's questions. Thanks for your compliments on my sock. Savage, that's how he signs his email Savage. now. S-A-V, and I think there's nine A's, G-E. <laughs> so that's, this is his question. He says, good morning, sir. A couple of questions for today, if you get the chance. One RM strategy. How do you strike the balance between working up from a suitable weight and not tiring yourself out to reach one rep max how far below your one rep max should you start from as a rule of thumb percentage wise yeah um i don't know sometimes when we put that on the board you know like one rep max and sometimes if we don't put a rep scheme people yeah. just they're a little bit lost so yeah at times i guess sometimes we go five four three two one yeah sometimes a set of five at around maybe started about maybe 60 percent yeah and then go, th- you know, two sets of three, set of two, and then whatever's left, just what? do one. So, yeah. Um, I find that's a better way. They're not going to, like, use as much energy. Yeah. But yeah. generally starting at around 60 to 70%. Yeah. When you go into it, mate, do you do it based on reps? Yeah, usually I do. You do? So you'll go, you'll think, I'm going to do two or three at this. And yeah. Then... I usually don't like doing too many reps. Too many. So try otherwise. and keep the reps to a minimum. But yeah. When I've done least... that, I've been a little bit more or more successful than, Phil? like, yeah, I would I would do like a really thorough warm up with the yeah. empty bar, yeah. and then maybe like forty or sixty kilos. Yeah. So, but something quite light. That's like, what, really, that's super light for me, like twenty five percent. Yeah. Um, like and do just do plenty of reps at that. Maybe te- sets of ten or fifteen. Yeah. Just to get everything everything moving, and then I would just do, uh, do singles. So just one rep, add weight. One rep, add weight. Yeah. Um, and then one add. Adv- if you're trying to get a new one at max, the one piece of advice I would give is um, you build up to about 92 to 95%. I know it's quite specific, but somewhere yeah. in that range. So if I'm, yeah, built to there, and then I would never do the same as my old one at max right. again. Right. Like, so I would do like 95%. Yeah. And then you're going to tell there, like, if that's super grindy, it doesn't yeah. feel good. It's like, okay, well, sweet. That's a heavy single done yeah. for today. I'm not yeah. going to be able to lift anymore. Yeah. Whereas if it feels good, then I, would, I wouldn't go to my old one rep max. I wouldn't bother with that. I'll just, point, put more, right. just put more on, whether yeah. that's one kilo more Half or, five, a kilo. or 5% more. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. whatever that sort of 95% felt like. Yeah. But I think it's really pointless to just do the same one rep max. Again, when it comes to stuff like squats and things like that, especially. I think one of the important things that sort of you both touched on is, is, is the warm-up. And generally, when we program a one-rep max, we and when we program a warm-up every day. Like, yep. that is specifically aimed at warming you up for the movements that mm. are coming. And well, it's uh, back to what one-rep max today. 
and right. there's, there's what uh, 120 reps with an empty barbell before you start. Before and, you and start. Good mornings, sumos, right. lunges. So if you did that properly, then because I think one of the things, and, and definitely we're, we're all on the same page here, and, and and Savage says it as well. He's like you know working up from a suitable weight and not tiring yourself out because sometimes you see people that they sort of start their warm up when they put the bar on their back with the 70% and then yeah. they want to do reps, reps, reps yeah. and then they get close to this 90, 95% and they're already smoked. Especially yeah. if it's a deadlift as well. Not that yeah. we test when it makes deadlift. Yeah. But that yeah. can really, it that taxes can, your nervous system. Yeah. I just reckon less reps on a deadlift for sure. A lot of the time I've, I've found that I've got the better lifts when, when I've just gone through a really thorough warm-up and fired fired everything up really nicely which yep. as we say that's how the warm-ups are written for class so make sure make sure you do that and sometimes i think that less work on the way up is is better but phil i like your point especially not to uh not to hit the one rep max that you've done before because it doesn't really do anything right, for it's, you it's it just bit, makes you yeah, tired it's a bit pointless yeah if you've, you've already clearly already hit a heavy single just under it yeah so you'd be happy and then it's just a bonus left if you can lift a bit more yeah he then goes on to have a bit of a crack at me, I think. <laughs> he, he said, in a fight, when you launched in a fight, did you have a short list of other gym names? Could we have been working out at a Smith Street Squatters or Marcus's Muscle Emporium? <laughs> that would be quite good, actually. <laughs> Just called ourselves Muscle Emporium. No, no other, no other names. because And actually, when we started, it wasn't even for a gym. So it was just a brand name. And that was that. So, Savage, always good. Good to have him back as well. Yeah. Still Savoy. massive respect for his uh, his burpee card game, 52 yeah. cards. Everyone should try that once in their life. I'm going to figure out when, when I have my turn. But uh, very, very interesting to hear about that. Savage is super excited about regionals. He's already started packing, he said. He's definitely, definitely excited about that. Him and Nilo. Him and Nilo. I think him and Nilo and Anton went out last week just to, just to prepare. Yeah, yeah, get, get to know each other. Discuss. <laughs> Discuss different things. Find out each oh, other's God. each other's tastes. We got one I'm more. I'm going to get kicked out of regionals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the athlete is responsible for... They're Bozzers fans. Well, <laughs> An- Anton and Nilo can be Bozzers fans and Savoy can be uh, Mia's fan. <laughs> I'm, just going, I'm just bringing my mum and dad. Brooksy will be your fan? Yeah, he's well behaved, Brooksy. <laughs> not loud, he? Whoa, not whoa, loud whoa. at all? Doesn't shout. Yeah, but he shouts, you know, <laughs> encouraging. Come on, Phil. <laughs> yes. He'll be there. Like, he'll be there. Sorting out. His son will be there, who I think his son's now of an age where he's, he, he'll he be able to support very loudly as well. Nice. I think a few years ago, James was a little bit shy, but I think he watched the, was it the last workout I think they were all here for? And and Brooks' wife, Linda. Oh, 16.5. 16.5. They're all here, and I could see that he was just warming up his, his throat. So <laughs> for regional. They'll all be there. There'll be a lot of people there. We'll dig more into that in next week's show. We've got one more show left before the guys travel and leave me and Jonesy to run the universe. <laughs> but that's okay. Bench as well. Bench is going to be here. Should have a big shout out to Tech Power. Our Tech Power accessories, electronics accessories, kick the bottle over, are already launched in Virgin. Jonesy, you did, you're the face of it. Well, we're all the face of it. Facials, yeah. <laughs> interesting, <laughs> interesting products fit in your ears quite yeah, nicely yeah, the yeah, other nice. day. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. The you, red, everything. You like had it. the little plugs. Plugs. Phil, you had the clips. Yes. Clips stay on. No issues. Yeah, fine. 
very fine. I prefer I, I prefer the ones that, that Matt in-ear? had. Yeah. Like the in yeah. the in-ear ones. Yeah. But I guess when you're uh, running and exercise and stuff, to have the little clip around clips the back on, yeah. of your ear. I think running especially. Yeah, running definitely useful. The clips are decent. That The clip one actually also comes in a, in a wireless one, in a Bluetooth one. Yours was one. pretty cool, the magnets, right? Yeah, mine, yeah, very, <laughs> they were just in-ear things and then they clipped together back to back when when you took them off obviously for storage and that one's that one's pretty cool one of them that's coming as well has a heart rate it tests your heart rate through your ear so there's a lot going on there and then obviously everyone's always out of power on their devices so there's a nice power pack there as well so we'll be getting them in the gym in in the next week or so so you can play around with them test them out see how it goes then go to version but then buy them don't wear them scott (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's not. I you know, it's it's headphones, and I think generally when you're going out and doing something on your own, they're good. But when you're in a class environment, you're never allowed to wear. I was never allowed to wear headphones when I was supposed to be listening to my teachers. So <laughs> it's the same, same. That's it. We might have the girls back next week. We're going to play a game of top trumps. If you've got any thoughts, let us know. If you've got any questions, let us know. Jonesy, how many minutes? Oh man, forty. Two. 47 46 56 57 47 minutes Phil wins a competition until next week have a good time thanks guys cheers thanks a lot for tuning in to this episode of the podcast folks and I do hope you've enjoyed it thanks for your questions always useful providing us super good content and we love answering them if you do want your question answered or if you do have something a discussion point that you think will be good for the show mailers winning at innerfight.com thanks also to matt and phil as always very useful and interesting insights another thanks to our show sponsor kareem if you use promo code in a fight you'll get 100 dirhams off your first ride with them Coming to the gym, use the promo code INNER and leaving the gym, use the promo code FIGHT for a 10% discount on your ride with them. If you have a moment, please hop over to the iTunes store, rate the podcast, leave us a comment there. And don't forget, you can watch us in YouTube as well if you want to see the video version of the podcast. Until next time, take care.